That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is Hey y'all, it's Lace. And it's Catherine. And you're listening to an episode of Cheaties Podcast. Ketchup edition. I was gonna say specifically a ketchup app. Catherine. A ketchup app. Specifically. Um, oh my god, it's been like eight years, it feels like, since our last ketchup app. Yeah. I'm older now. Mm-hmm. Not wiser. I'm tired of the bullshit. <laughs> I'm an empty nester. <laughs> And I'm a Republican. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I'm just Wait. kidding. I was just gonna, kept thinking about everything that that you turn into when you when get you older. Get really, really old. Yeah, you're supposed to get rich first before you oh, switch. Before you I'm switch parties. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so. Shoot, so I'm a very poor Republican. <laughs> Republican? I'm a Republican. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. So we've we've had one new. One new episode out since we discussed with our uh, our father uh, Jeff Dollar, uh, father of the pod, um, and he helped us with some new formatting stuff. So we're gonna for those of you who are diehards, uh, stabbies who've been around, you you know maybe maybe they're not diehards because they're very stabby. Maybe they're killhards. All of you killhards who've been around for a while, mm-hmm. uh, welcome back. The catch-up app is going to be a little different. Those of you who are brand new to the podcast, welcome. This is the episode where we just uh, we catch up. But like I said, we got a new little way of doing it, so uh, this could be this could be very interesting for you. So stick around. If if the other ones you thought were a little too uh, um, wild and unstructured, boy. Do we have a surprise for you? We are going to attempt to be structured. And it's not going to go well. Um, no. But we're going to attempt it. So we've got segments for you. This first one coming up. We're, we're our debut of, ready for it? Obituaries. Obituaries. That's right. That's right. This is where we put the bitch in obituaries. That's right. Where we we were recapping the last guest episode, and we're we're putting we're putting to bed uh, a past life of ours, mm-hmm. how or or you know in general how something that we went through, or our guests went through, or as mm-hmm. I as I kind of like to refer to the segment, oh bitch you wary, oh bitch space you space wary, wary because. Oh, like be wary of yes, this. Yes, like oh, oh bitch. bitch, you wary, you wary. All right, and you we got to change our ways. Okay, yeah, that's right. Now you're wary. Yeah, so so uh, R.I.P. To, to to the past person you used to be uh, when the wool was easily pulled over your eyes, and uh, now we're moving on. So in this segment, we are gonna for those of you if you missed this last episode. Go ahead and uh, stop this podcast right now. It is a spoiler alert. Um, For those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, every other episode is a catch-up like we're doing now, but the other ones are interviews with a guest who tells us a cheating story, hence cheaties. Um, 
So yeah, this last episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, this is a spoiler. Go back and listen to it, then come back to this one. But uh, yeah, we had Montana Duran on the podcast. She is a podcaster. She is a comedian. She is adorable. Uh, we really enjoyed talking to her. And yeah, she told us she told us a story from her youth-ish, like late high school, early yeah. college years. Yeah. And, um, turns out she had a friend with benefits. She, she didn't want to get into a relationship yet. She wasn't ready for like a full on thing. So, and, and she wasn't too confident in who she was as a person. This was pre her podcast. This was pre Tana talks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Tana, Tana was quiet. Tana wasn't talking. Yeah. Tana yeah. wasn't standing up for, for what she wanted. Yeah. Tana was just laying down. She was just laying down. Tana was just meditating. She was meditating. She's just waiting around to become the beautiful butterfly she is now. Yeah, no talky-talky uh, Tana. No talky-talky Tana. So, yeah, she wasn't – she didn't know to, like, say, hey, this is what I want out of a relationship. I'm not going to just be your buddy with benefits. Uh, she didn't say all that. So what she did is she let a relationship drag on, off and on, for four years – with someone who was her best friend, who she also just hooked up with all the time without uh, them ever committing to the idea of being in a full-term, you know, regular relationship where you get all the nice benefits of a relationship, you know? Yeah. And then turns out, spoiler alert, he has a roommate that Mm -hmm. turns into a roommate with benefits. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you know, is it? I don't. He isn't sure of himself. If he like, if it, it's he, it came as a surprise because his roommate was a male as well. Yeah. And yeah. so there's a lot of um, feelings and confusion that go into that. And how mm-hmm. long has this been going on? And and has mm-hmm. you know how honest well, because- has he been with her and etc. But we're not sitting here going that 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 was wrong, that, you know, he's looking up with his, his roommate. Do what no, you no. need to do. He probably is looking and finding himself as well. But, exactly. oh, bitch, you wary of being in a relationship anymore where you're not stating what you want and what you need. Yes, because and, anything can happen. And, and things like you're not even expecting. And I, and I want to clarify that, too, is – like you said, nothing wrong with it being a dude. It was just a shocker that it was because she wasn't wary. Bitch wasn't wary of mm-hmm. the fact that that roommate could be the one that, uh, you know, is sneaking around with your man. You you had no idea. So Correct. she wasn't, she didn't expect that. If it was a female roommate, she might've been a little bit more wary, um, mm-hmm. you know, but she had no idea of, you know, the things that he was into and he was exploring at the time. And, uh, and that, so not only did it come as a shock to her, but it was also ultimately a freaking betrayal either way, gendered out the door. It's a betrayal. You're hooking up with this other person who's supposed to be your best friend with benefits. And they had talked multiple times about maybe making it official, you know? So here she is expecting the next step is official. Nope. Next step was bone and old roomie behind your back. Yeah. And the next step for her was finding Jesus because yes. <laughs> yes. Jesus will never leave you. That's right. That's right. Jesus will forgive you. Jesus sticks around. The, 
Yeah, Jesus yeah. has no roommates in the tomb. No, <laughs> that's right. Unless that's you right. got the Holy Ghost. But listen, the Holy Ghost, it's different. Yeah, there's always yeah. room for three with the Holy Ghost. That's right. That's right. Jesus, He welcomes you in with open arms, and uh, and He's committed. He 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 likes Jesus appreciates a commitment. Ooh, Jesus loves a commitment. Jesus, Jesus is so committed. He's like, die for me. I die for you. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, he's all, he's all about it. So yeah, she she went on. She found Jesus. Uh, but yeah, her this obituary dedicated to our last episode, betray from betraying to praying with Montana Duran is to being in a place where you can't speak up for yourself. That's dead to us. We want we want everyone to move on to a place where they can speak their needs. If they need a committed relationship, speak your needs. Also, um, you know, maybe bitch be a little bit more wary of a roommate situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. And the moral of the story is here is hidden cameras are your best friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, if you spend the night with him one night, drop a little, drop a little camera. Yeah, they got tiny ones. Yeah, on the lampshade. You know? Yeah, check out Amazon. You can find all kind of espionage uh, on there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, so Catherine, uh, this, let's, uh, I I would love for you to bring us a cheating story. Would you, have you found a cheating story maybe lately? You know, we had the interview with one. But there are more cheating stories uh, that are not from people who've called us or who have done the podcast. There are ones that are just out there in the public sphere. Sure. And yeah. This is the ultimate pop culture cheating story um, at, at current current times. Okay. And we okay. have called J-Lo. She has not called us back yet. She will not. She um, won't. Yes. But here's we, we all know this at this point. She she's in a relation with a rod. They're the it couple. They're uh, Obama's calling them. Okay? Yeah, Bernie yeah. Spears Besties. is calling them. The Dalai Lama's calling calling them. Everybody. Mm-hmm. They were involved in a bunch of like stuff together. As, you know, he's he's filming her while she's performing at the Super Bowl. He's like, I'm the number one yeah. fan. Well, not only that, like they had a bunch of kids, right? Like a rod had two kids. She has two kids. The twins. Yeah, the twins. And uh, they all hung out together. They sure. were all being, like, raised as, like, siblings, essentially, sure. for years. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, it was a little, it was a little Brady, it was a little Miami Yami Brady bunch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we find out rumors that he is uh, texting with a um, Southern Charm reality show mm-hmm. star, and those are kind of squashed, but she comes out and says that A-Rod never physically cheated on his fiance with me. Choice words there. Yeah. All that choice said. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. Celebrities, fine. We get it. She leaves him. She goes back for Ben Affleck. Benifer. Old fling. Hot fling. We loved him when it was happening. We Here's did. all I have we to did. say about this. Okay. And we've talked to a lot of people who've been cheated on and and have lived a life beyond that. And a lot of people go, and a, a lot of com, com, common folk, mm-hmm. as I would the peasants. To, yes, the peasants. We're mm-hmm. we're we're amongst the peasants. I was going to say, yeah, sure. the people who walk among sure. us. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Listen, a lot of eat, pray, love journeys. Yeah. You know, you got to go. You got to go to Europe. You got to find. You got to find yourself. Hang out with your friends. Yeah. And I think that's you all find, fine and dandy. You find yourself in starting a podcast. Sure. You know, so you start a you podcast. Change, 
you got to change things. Yeah. You write it, you write an album. Um, And I think that that's one path to go. The other path to go, and especially when you're a celebrity, you're kind of always e pray loving. The other path after you've been cheated on, you just, you got to skeet post lust and you just got to (laughs) go. And you gotta go buck wild, and you maybe you find an old fling, and you're and you lust all over a boat, and then you and then you make sure the tabloids get a hold of it, and you post that bitch everywhere. You Skeet. let them know. You gotta keep post lust. Keep post lust. And Catherine, either that's that's merch. That's it. Keep and you post yeah. lust. And listen, oh either direction God. is totally fine, uh, but God. you must go one way or the other. Yeah, and those three things don't have to happen in that order either, right? Like post post relation that that breaks up, post I'm, uh No, I'm talking cheating. post like post social media, post tabloids, like let the public know that you no, got I'm a saying after. No, 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 no. I'm I'm oh, see, I'm using post in the other form. I'm saying so like after a relationship i'm sure it's after so after a relationship you need to get out there you need to skeet post lust and it doesn't have to be in that order you can post first yeah like in your situation you know i knew from a post first before i got that phone call and uh i I posted a very very sexy picture of of my voluptuous titties they're not that big but i just found the one picture the one did that yeah made them look like big old honkers Mm -hmm. and uh you said single and ready to jingle and i was Mm -hmm. like my phone could not i could not have it was it was in december quicker oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah by the way very uh apropos and uh, I could not have hit call quicker than when I saw yeah. that post. So you posted first. Uh, well, probably a couple days for that. You know what? You were probably already lusting because you already knew what went sure. down with your ex. So you already like those feelers were out. You started yeah. lusting, started putting your eyeballs on some sure. stuff. Then you were like, you know what? Now I'm ready to post. And then boom, started skeeting. And that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's important. And again, like I said, some people... You might, you really might have to go on an eat, pray, love journey. You may just have mm-hmm. to go to Europe and fall in love with a slice of pizza, and that's fine. Yeah, but also, but you while know, you're there, maybe post lust. Yeah, yeah. I think sure. my my ex, the the big one. I think that after I went in that order, I think I skeet posted and lusted, like because mm-hmm. I wasn't ready yet to like start wanting other people, but I hooked up with someone immediately just because I was so angry. Mm-hmm. And so it was like a hookup. So ski sure. ski. Um, and to then the I got and to, on the, the wall. The, to the window, to the walls, till mm-hmm. the sweat dropped down my balls. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, and then I posted, there was a lot of like back then, uh, sure. early t- 2012, there was a lot of, uh, vague, vague posting. Sure. Sure. So, let them know thirst trap mm-hmm. and let them know like I'm doing great. I just want you to yeah. know how much better I am. Oh, no, no, no. Vague posting as in like, wow. And I, it comes up in my memories every now and then. So I very, very clearly and embarrassingly remember this post. But like, I I wish I was just, I, I, I wish life was so easy that I was just swinging on a swing and looking up at the sky. Like wow. shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, like, that I, wasn't. I wasn't yeah, you, I wasn't, you you were in a, a weird place. He was like, yeah, real I, weird place. I got out. <laughs> I got out in the yeah. nick of time, is what he and was the, thinking when he read that. Yeah. <laughs> she was gonna have me locked in the basement real soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then and then I started making my list, uh, and then I was like, well, it's done, it's over, I'm moving on. And then I lusted over everyone in Buckhead and uh, mm-hmm. started making my list. 
and to start it back over again to sure. start the skating process yeah. back over. So yeah, okay. Yeah. I like uh, I I love love skeet post lust. Sure. I'm so glad that that came uh, from the J Lo A Rod mm-hmm. Ben Affleck uh, love triangle. I love mm-hmm. it big fan. Um, okay. So I'm going to bring a cheating story to the table. Here's one that I was sent in meme form, probably by, I don't know, uh, no less than 47 people this past week. You might've been sent it as well. So maybe you saw this. So it was one of those popular meme accounts on Instagram. This specific one was crazy bitch probs, which I don't want to like shout out too many meme accounts because so many of those just steal content and they just have millions of followers. So like, this is not a promotional shout out. Yeah. All right. Okay. But but let's say, so I don't know who, my point is, I don't know who to credit this to, but this was just in meme form picture of a woman. Okay, it's a black and white photo of a woman. She's jumping out of a building. She's got her arms up ahead of her. Um, She's definitely jumping to her death, it looks like. But it's for sure not the picture that goes with the story because in the background, there is smoke billowing out of a window. So clearly the house is on fire and she's jumping out, okay? Sure, sure. Horrific. Or she shot off a bazooka into somebody. We don't know. Sure, sure. So that's the photo. And like she probably is jumping to like a a trampoline or one of those old school things that you see in the cartoons with the firemen saving Uh her. Let's hope that's that was the uh ending of that picture. However, here is the here the 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 caption that goes with it. And then I, I researched this, but here's what it said. And I'm telling you, everybody sent this to me. Uh, It says, one of the strangest deaths mentioned in the Guinness book when a woman became very angry with her husband. Wait, sorry. When a woman became very angry, when her husband told her that he would leave her to associate with another woman, her reaction after he left was that she threw herself from the 10th floor. And at the same moment her husband was leaving the building, she fell on him and killed him. And she lived. So. And that's nine months later, she gave birth to me. (laughs) I knew you had a a more fucked up origin story (laughs) than I was aware of. Okay. So I look this up online because first of all, I'm like, okay, they claim it's in the Guinness book. You know, there's got to be information on it. First of all, not in the Guinness book at all. Okay. So I look this up on Snopes. Love that account because it tells you if things are, you know, true or not. What is this, like an urban legend Mythbusters what Snopes? Yeah. Okay. So Snopes account is there to tell you that anything you hear on the internet, like any story, anything, if there's actual truth to it or not. And it shows you like they do all the research. And so they will put all of the, um, sources for everything in there. Uh So, okay. So I look this up. Did a woman fall upon and kill her husband in a suicide attempt? Uh Okay. So it says story goes, and then it recaps what I just told you. A disconsolate, so a woman who couldn't have been consoled, um, which should be unconsolable, right? Disconsolate? Anyway. Yeah, abandoned that sounds wife. like she was in the, ar- and then the British Army. Yeah, and then was kicked out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. We okay. you a disconsolate. Okay. <laughs> disconsolate. Yeah. Uh, an abandoned wife tries to end it all by jumping out of an apartment window. She accidentally lands on her errant husband and kills him, but walks away unscathed. So... They usually tell this, they recap the thing, and then they'll tell you if it's false, true or false. Here's what's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, Snopes' answer is that it is a legend. 
They can't confirm one way or the other. So the rating for that story is legend because there's multiple different versions of it. The earliest thing they could find on the internet with the story is uh, talking about someone who probably like in the past. So they're claiming that this happened like in the seventies or something. Um, and uh, they're saying that, let's see, it's kind of built. It's kind of true. It's kind of not, but it's, there's multiple versions of the same story. So I feel like this is where the nursery rhyme rockabye baby came about. <laughs> where one woman was just like, honey, you, your dad, one day, uh, he, uh, what, rumors were, were billowing in the wind when the wind blows. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, and then, and he told me, and I heard that he cheated on me. So mm-hmm. he walked out and I threw your baby cradle out the window and it mm-hmm. killed him. And, and then that him. turned into rockabye baby. When the in tree, the tre- in the treetops, tops. when the wind when blows, the, wind grows, the, cradle, the cradle will drop. And then she oh, killed her husband. On your husband. Yeah. Yep. I'm just, mm-hmm. yeah. It feels like, it feels like one of these, like. Yeah. Definitely legend, lullaby, yeah, uh, fable situations. Sure, sure. Either way, here's my point: is I was really hoping that it was true and that there was like actual evidence or like more concrete stuff because I wanted to look up how this woman got to spend the rest of her 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 second life that she was given. Uh, but I I love the story. I think it's uh, it's great. But I feel like it's a legend because there's also like a lesson to the story, which is, it's kind of, it's kind of like the, the movie, the series of movies, final destination. It's like, you can try to avoid, right. And I'm thinking the cheater, I'm taking the husband who's the Uh cheater. Like you can try to avoid consequences, right? Like you thought you were going to have your cake and eat it too. You thought you were going to get to cheat on your wife, get your side piece and your wife. Well, she finds out, well, cool, screw her. I still get my side piece. I'm going to leave. I'm going to walk away unscathed. And then uh, consequences will find you. Your sure. wife is going to try, you know, in, a, in an act of rage and, uh, and, and anger, uh, and betrayals and scorn, she's going to jump out of a window and, uh, she's going to land on your ass. And do you think when she landed on him, she just laughed until she. Yeah. I, pro- I think orgasmed so. Or what? Probably. She probably came on impact. Uh, I would think. <laughs> He's like, this is the best sex you ever gave me, this babe. This is the best. <laughs> yeah. He's thinking, wow, when you said you wanted to get pounded, I didn't expect it to be that way. I didn't think that's what you meant. But I'm but I'm happy to, to give you your, your last pounding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What do you think on the way down, she realized she was going to land on him? She's like, I'm sending you to the pound because you're a dog. And then killed him and then landed on him. I I hope that she had like a a big, nice, fat ass. And that was what took him down. Yeah. I I hope that she landed softly on her plump rear. But that uh, is the final impact. Yeah. And then he just saw ass to face. He's like, is that a bird? And he looks up and it's just her ass coming towards yeah. him just yeah crushed. and that yeah. day because probably the last thing you said to her like okay so i'm imagining it like they're up in the apartment they're yeah. on the 10th floor they're arguing and he's and she's like what you're with your sex secretary and he's like yeah bitch 
uh, because unlike you, she hasn't had three kids of mine. And so her ass is nice and tight like you used to be when we met. And she's like, yeah. oh, really? And she's like, speaking of ass, don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. F you, buddy. And he leaves. He slams. He goes down yeah. the whole time. He's going down 10 flights of stairs. And she's in there. She's like, fuck this shit. Oh, and also the uh, the legend claims that she took she drank a full drink and then goes and runs towards the window and jumps out. Okay. Sure, so sure. I'm thinking enough time going down 10 flights of stairs. There's not an elevator. He's going down the stairs. He's, he's thinking he's, mm-hmm. he's made it. He's, it's gotta be dramatic, right? Montage style. So he's going down the stairs. She starts to make a, she makes a martini cause they're strong. So she makes straight vodka martini. She's like, this ain't dirty. There's been enough dirty shit in my life. I'm uh-huh. drinking just this straight martini. Sure. So she, she shakes it. She pours it. She drinks the whole thing. Throws the glass at the wall. The kids are Uh at school, by the way. Throws the glass at the wall. Glass breaks. And she's like, screw this. Um, I'm out of here. And and she goes to run towards the window. Maybe she doesn't really want to jump. She's not 100% sure. Maybe she just wants to run towards the window and see him. But she trips. She's a little (laughs) drunk. She trips. She falls through the window on the way down. She's like, well, fuck. And, uh, And then she sees him underneath. She's like, oh, shit. This might be working out. And then uh, that fat ass he was mad about is what kills him. And and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the beginning of WWE Raw. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't that, know. Yeah, That's how it's yeah, it was just, yeah. yeah, it was a man that just looked up and watched this whole scenario. And he was like, yeah. dude, I should bring this show to Florida. Love it. Yeah. And we'll just reenact this scene over and yeah, over again. Over and over. I don't and think over we can again. afford buildings, but I'll just put like three <laughs> giant rubber bands around <laughs> the square. And then people can jump from rubber band to yeah. rubber band. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, okay. So those are good cheating stories we brought to the table. Uh, that, that, was, <laughs> that was a good time. And uh, to, in, in all catch up, um, glory we have to actually catch up with each other Catherine. so to get to the catch up it's been a minute what's happened we know we know our sweet baby turned 30 my sweet baby's 30 how's it feel um you know what i'm i'm i thought i was gonna hate it but listen i i walk i mean i walk taller it hurts it hurts to walk taller but i'm walking taller Cause I'm just, I'm wiser now and, and I'm content and, um, I, I went skydiving on my 30th birthday. I so, know. Oh, you haven't told me yet. Yeah. So I touched, jumping, I touched a little bit of heaven. Yeah. Speaking of jumping out of windows. Speaking of jumping out of windows. So here's you what happened. Out of a plane. Now this is my nerd, nerd part of me that I thought was really cool. Or maybe just cause I found out in the moment and I was like, this is kind of a weird coincidence uh i was with hot tubs family in outer banks all all week in nags head and the day or two before we went to the wright brothers oh yeah memorial and walked around and saw the memorial and then did like the little museum and then walked the path where they mm-hmm. took off the first flight wow that's so cool like right there and that's that, so yeah, cool so cool and we were so drunk. And so <laughs> then two days later, we're like, we got to do something for our 30, my 30th. So we book a skydiving thing. We pull up this, there's like this little airport. There's a bunch of World War II, like old timey planes everywhere and a bunch of people walking around. We walk up to the skydiving thing and the woman was like, this is the best day. This is actually National Aviation Day. 
Today is Orville Wright's Orville Wright's birthday. Wow, that's cool. And we, when we got in the planes, we flew over the memorial and then we jumped out that's right cool. there. Dude, that's cool. What? Very cool. That was meant to be, Catherine. You're supposed I to do know. it that way. But here's the best yeah. part. Uh, so the, when our instructors came out and in, introduced themselves, they're like, I'm going to be jumping with you today. I'm going to be jumping with you today. Uh, my guy <laughs> had a brown mullet. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> you know nice. how I feel. I, you I love a, a mullet. You I have love a, a mullet. Yeah, I have a fatal attraction to Theo Vaughn. Uh, <laughs> if you all know who that is, he's a comedian. We've, we've been in a green room a time or two. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Hot Tub knows how much I enjoy Theo Vaughn. And so he just uh -huh. gives me this. So he's like, great. And then we go on this <laughs> tiny plane. The only bench is for the pilot. It, the, and then the four of us are just like me, hot tub. And then the two guys jumping with us. Yeah. He's got a guy and they have to sit like, they have to sit and make like a little V with their legs. And then you have to sit, oh, yeah. you have to be sit a lowercase V. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Into, inside their uppercase V and we're taking off. We're climbing. It takes 10 minutes to go up the plane and uh, the guy, you know, I asked him if he knows who Theo Vaughn is. He was like, yeah. And so, you know, we're, we're jiving. I can't really hear Hot Tub because it's so loud, you know? Yeah. And because my heartbeat is beating so much, not because I'm nervous, but I'm falling in love. Falling and, in love, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, right before we jump, we take off, uh, he goes, so I'm going to need you to like to sit up and then kind of sit back on me. You're on like my lap because I'm going to need to harness us together. And I just kind of mm -hmm. looked at Hot Tub and I was like, I have to do this for safety. I'm yeah. so sorry. I don't, for safety. I, you don't want me to die, do you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I sat on his lap and then I, I, we jumped. He pushed me out and I touched heaven <laughs> with, my, with my angel. And uh, it was amazing. I would do yeah. it every day of my life. Yeah. It wasn't. I, I want to do jump. it so bad. It's so fun. It's not. It's not scary. It's not like. Also, I I Simone Biles the landing. Just so you oh, know, yeah. I like. Yeah. I just. Some people like they. You have to land on your ass and like just just slip and slide it. Some people you have to put your legs down and run, 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 run till you're done. I I'm at least I'm not exaggerating. I placed my legs on the ground and stood up. Wow. I Simone Biles the shit out of that landing. I'm a natural. Uh, it was amazing. Nice I think everybody should do it. It's not physically hard on your body, it, and and your your tandem with somebody. So yeah, like unlike bungee jumping, where you're just standing out into into the, the black nothing. hole and you have to jump yourself. This person just shoves you out of the plane, so yeah, you don't really even you don't get a chance to second yeah, guess it. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. You had to do it. So tell me this. So I'm okay because I want to do it so badly. I've been I, I would skydive over bungee jumping any day of Pro the show. week. Any day, bungee jumping looks fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've, and then I've, all the jerking and all that. Oh yeah, bouncing back, and then if something snaps, you're screwed. And I don't sure. know. I just I don't know about all that. Um, with my old mid thirties bones, so uh, I'm real scared of that. Um, but yeah, skydiving, I would 100 percent do that. I love roller coasters and and stuff, so I feel like that's kind of in that realm of just like that weightlessness and like I want to do it. Okay, it's the best. Here's my question: do, What sort of or was there any kind of like safety training right beforehand? And are there multiple parachutes on y'all when you jump? Like, is there a backup? It, like, what's the what's the protocol for mm -hmm. saving you? Mm, okay. Um, there's a video that you're supposed to walk outside and watch right next to where a bunch of people are landing. Yeah. And so you you kind of just glance over and you hear like little bits about like 
if you die, your family can't sue us. And then you just come, turn back around because people are landing and you keep watching that. And then you and then you turn around again and they're like, it is a possibility of you dying. And then you look around and you see the guy that's landing has a beautiful blonde or brown mullet. Yeah. And you kind of forget what you just saw on the video. And then it's kind of like the safety, over, the safety video at the beginning of a of a commercial airline. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah you're, you're not like, listening. Yeah. You're yeah. like, I gotta get uh, uh, sneak this alcohol into my body yeah while they're not looking yeah. yeah and then you go over and they're like so you cool with dying and you're like sure and they're like oh, sure, three hundred dollars and you're like okay and yeah. then uh that's then it three hundred dollars yeah. for yeah. my life yeah that's sure. great okay. and uh and then they just tell you pretty much they're like we're well, just gonna harness and then and you keep your chin up mm. and that's it <laughs> Okay. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, but I the think they do. I think they did say something about two parachutes. Okay. But I, I, I but you're not sure. Listening. No, you still aren't sure. You were just no. ready. You were ready to die with mullet man one way or the other. 1 million percent. That, okay. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Right. I'm well, so sorry. I meant with my boyfriend beside me. Did I? Uh, yeah. No, wait. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm mistake. Yeah. Sorry. So sorry. Hot mean, tub. If you're listening. Yeah. I made a mullet mistake. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow. That is an incredible story. I am very sad that I wasn't there. I had been, uh, since, since we've started this podcast, I have been desperately waiting for the day that you turned 30 and I could welcome you to the other side. And then you went off and left me for an entire week. And now it's like too late to even try to do like a post birthday party. Cause it's just, it's too late unless you're down for it. And then in that case, I will surprise the shit out of you at some point with a birthday party. I just want um, you to throw me a bachelor party. That's all I want to do. At so medieval I, just, times. <laughs> I need you to get, no, I have a whole plan. I've, I've discussed it with multiple people and they're all on board. They all think this is a great idea. I need you to be engaged one day so I can throw you a bachelor party. Cigars, strippers, golfing, medieval times, boat rides. There's all sorts of things that we're going to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm real excited. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I want to do one day. But yeah, I was uh, super bummed that I missed out on your on your birthday, but uh, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad the podcast is back. I'm glad we're back with a new format too. Real jazz. Feels good. It feels professional. I'm 30 now. It's no, we're, we're done effing around. We're done. We're done effing around. We got to get more professional, Catherine. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect time, really. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, since you were gone, not too, too much has gone down. Um, I think I had mentioned a couple times that my dad has been sick. He uh, had his appointment finally at Emory with an amazing, like world renowned, uh, kidney cancer specialist. And we got some really good news, uh, in that department. So he's got a surgery scheduled for in September to get that tumor removed out of his kidney. They think that he won't need any, um, uh, chemo or radiation at this point. They don't think he's going to need any of that afterward news. Just a little slice and dice. Yes. Just a little, get it out of there. They said it's not in any lymph nodes which, uh, you know, if they kept growing, it would be, but, uh, but yeah, I think he's good in that department. He's still got some other health issues we're dealing with, but like at least that part, the big C word, um, that looks like it's going to be just taken care of pretty easily. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, and up until we got that information, I've just been kind of like in a frozen funk of Mm -hmm. just like, just literally frozen. Like I can't do anything. I couldn't like, I'm going to get a little real. Like, I just like, didn't want to do shows didn't want to get up, didn't want to accomplish anything. All I could accomplish was like the things that had to be done. Like I could clean my house and feed myself. And that's, that's literally all I could do. So 
since we've gotten better information um, and things are feeling a little lighter, I have uh, I've been working out again. I had oh, yeah. like not gone to the gym in over a month and was really upset and kicking my ass about it. But it's like the longer you wait, the longer you can't go, you know, like it sucks. Like it's like yeah. not responding to someone's phone call, you know, it's like, well, fuck, do I call him now? Do I call him now? Oh, now it's been too long. Now I can't call him. That was no. my relationship with the gym. For like now a month. I moved to another country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but then I was like, screw it, pulled, pulled myself up and, uh, uh, one of the things that, that I did that kind of was a catalyst, which was really fun. We went to, uh, the Atlantis Morissette concert last week. Mm-hmm. So, uh, t- Morgan, me, Morgan, Beth and Beth's sister, Brittany. And I know I've talked about Beth and Morgan on here. They're like two of my lifelong best friends. Um, and Catherine knows them. And, uh, yeah, they're actually so, my best friends. Yeah, Morgan is now whatever. She's every every time I introduce Morgan to a soul, they become her best friend too. So so yeah. then I'm like, what is my hold status? On, hold on, sorry. Oh, Morgan did you just, just get a text from Morgan. Yeah, that yeah, sounds I about right. Yeah, back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Hold on. So, sorry. So we all we all got Atlantis tickets uh, back in 2020. Okay, and then obviously it got postponed. So we have literally been waiting for a year and a half to go to this freaking concert. So we went. It was at the Ameris Amphitheater in Alpharetta. That's a lot of A, long A words. But uh, so, yeah, we were up there. Um, it was magical, Catherine. I've been waiting to see Alanis uh, since Jagged Little Pill came out in 1995. I got um, one hand in my pocket and the other one's in the peace sign. Yeah, um, it was amazing to hear an entire audience try to guess what the second thing the sure, other hand was every doing. Time. Every time, because no one can ever remember if it's taxi cab, peace sign, flicking a cigarette. cigarette yeah. No one can. No flicking one knows. And you just kind of mumble that part and just kind of sure. go for the last. You listen for that last syllable, and then then you can sing in unison just mm-hmm. at the end, though. But uh, that's like that. That album came out as I was going into middle school. And so that was to a whole bunch of little, you know, kids who knew nothing. We all like thought that was it. Like we're all angry too. Scratch my nose down someone. Yeah. We didn't know what the hell we were singing about, but no. we did something. So girl, I been a fan of Atlantis forever. I've been waiting for that concert. I feel like my whole life. It was absolutely magical. I cried multiple times. Um, I, it was such a great show. She put, I mean, she is an incredible performer. She's so good. She still plays the harmonica like a freaking angel. She sings better than she's ever sang in her life. The whole thing was, it, it was everything I wanted it to be and more. And that was just like, it was a magical night. And then the next day, Morgan, Morgan stayed over that night. And the next day, uh, me, her and Jared decided to go hiking. So we went hiking up Kennesaw Mountain. Yeah. I thought I was going to die because, like I said, I've avoided the gym for over a month and um, thought I was going to die. It started pouring down rain on us (laughs) all the way up, and we kept going, and we went all the way to the top, went all the way to the bottom. And then after I'd gone through that, I was like, okay – it's kind of like my little rebirth, you know? Like, sure. So you had a birthday, and my Alanis concert was my little rebirth. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was a time to, like, kind of just put everything in perspective and recalculate. And then the next day, I pushed myself up a mountain. Yeah, you uh, got to hear the hems and then touch the heavens. Touch the heavens. So I went up and touched the heavens, too, and I came back down and thought, okay, things aren't um, as hard as uh, 
you know, I don't have to make things as hard as, as they can be. Like I can, I can make things easier. I can do this. And then since then I've hit the gym every single day and, or hike the mountain every day. So. Oh yeah. My dog. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, I just needed to catch Happy. you up on that. I love this. Thanks. Great oh, news. And great. All what? great news. Great turns. And then one thing, and this is not like, uh, this is not a sponsor or anything. Cause let's be clear. We still have zero sponsors, mm-hmm. um, who associate with us actually. But okay. So you know how I got to co-host an episode of the upside yes. with Callie dollar, uh, when Jeff was out of town. So I co-hosted it with her. I was so thankful. I had a freaking blast. She got some really good feedback from me getting to do that. Uh, once again, our sister podcast, uh, The Upside, who we absolutely love. Um, so I did that. It was, it was great. I loved it. Great. I never expected a thank you gift for doing that. Like, of course I would do that. Why would I not do that? What I would you co-host get? The Upside every day. So I get this really cool little thing in the mail. Catherine, I'm so excited to show you. And, and it I came in the mail. It came in the mail, in the <laughs> not mail the mail, man. the mail man. It came up the hill. So the coolest little thing happened. I get this cute little box, and it's and uh, I open the box, and inside the box is this cute little cylinder. I'm going to show you. The people can't see it. So there's this little cylinder box. It's got my initials on the front. Okay. Sure. I open it up. Okay. I'm so excited. All right. And what is inside? But a succulent. That. It's a freaking succulent you can send in the mail. That's but it's, very sexy. And it's in a little pot with my initials on it. She customized a little pot that has real life succulent in it. And it's alive. And it comes with a little dropper. And you put little water and you give it little drops of water. And Catherine, I was like, this is the coolest gift I've ever seen. And I want everyone to know about it. So uh, the company is called Lulu's Garden. So lulusgarden.com, if somebody is looking for a gift for somebody in their life and they're like, I don't know what to get them. I've given them a hundred candles. What else does this bitch Mm -hmm. need? Every bitch needs a succulent. Succulent. A succulent that comes in the mail that you can customize and put somebody's initials on the front. And the the package turns into the pot. That's the coolest thing is the package. That's DQ. Is there holes on the top? How does it live? It just comes pretty quickly. And succulents are super resilient. Like they don't need... Like they can be in the mail, I guess, for a few days and it not be need, a big deal. Yeah, they could probably live on Mars. It sounds like yeah, they don't they need much. Mars. They look like aliens, so that yeah. would make a lot of sense. But anyway, Lulu's Garden, how cool. Not a sponsor, but I love them. Everyone should send if you've got someone in your life who've maybe, I don't know, been in a bad relationship or is going through something or is in the middle of a rebirth, or you appreciate them for being there to listen to your BS, um, maybe send them a little succulent. Maybe that's something they need. Yeah. Uh because it doesn't need much, you can forget about it for you know, several days to a week, and then you just drop a couple little droplets of water, and it's happy. So that's all they need, because I've been drowning mine, and then oh, they die. only drops, literally drops of water. And while I just said that to you, it reminded me to reach over and put some water on my aloe plant over here. Same thing, succulent. It just needs some little droppy droppies. Cool. Doesn't okay. need much. Yeah, stop drowning your succulents, Catherine. Um, wow. Okay. All right, we were well, trying to... Our- yeah, our goal, well, yeah, you're 30 now, so you need to know these things. You need to write these things down. Now I can teach you how to take care of your plants. Okay, so okay. just just a couple tiers. Just a couple tiers. Not the tiers. whole bathtub. Not the whole bathtub. No, yeah. yeah, cool. Yes. Okay. Um, all right, so new format was to keep these uh, episodes, you know, under 45 minutes, and we're almost doing that. 
Um, we could even tighten it up for the next time. I don't know, but we'd love your feedback, uh, stabbies and new stabbies. Um, so yeah, please tell us how you feel about, uh, the new way we're doing stuff. If y'all are still out there listening, loving us, what can they do, Catherine, if they love us? Send, leave us a review on iTunes. And then if you screenshot it and DM us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast with your address, we will send you a little love note with a Cheaties sticker that you That's can put right. somewhere inappropriately. That's right. And, and we did get inappropriate. We did get a new review. Uh, let's see. We had one come in the other day. So on our, uh, so to, to say goodbye to all of you, we love all of you. Um, please keep leaving us reviews. We got this one, uh, that came through the other day that we haven't read on the podcast yet. And, uh, I'm really excited about it. Do you want to read it? Sure. Love this podcast. Five stars. Love hearing these two hilarious ladies catching up on each other's lives, calling each other on their nonsense. Always entertaining and a bright spot in the week. The cheating stories always, although serious subjects, are presented in a funny, learned, that lesson mat manner. <laughs> I got this. Popcorn reading was hell for me. Always ending on a good note. Can't wait to see their comedy shows in person. Thank you so much, CLC2329. We love you. Thank you all for tuning in. Yep. See you next week for our next guest episode. When you find out, we'll find out who it is. <laughs> we love we all love of you. Thank you, you so much. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Catherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K-B-I-Z-Z-9. Stay stabby. Go ahead. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you are good for.